With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I don't know what you had in mind, but here we stand on opposing sides. Let's go to war. Let's go to war! Authority Radio with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load, wrestling fans. It's time for war. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome live into the ER. This is Sadistic Sean David, along with my two co-hosts. The Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane. And the reason why this show could never be a bag of dicks, Chaotic Katie. Good evening, boys. Tonight is Wrestling Authority Radio, and without any further ado, we're going to go live with a star maker himself, Kenny Bolin. Yay! Good evening, Uncle Kenny. Calm it down over there, folks. Calm it down. <laughs> All Calm right, it I'll, down I'll, a little bit. Yeah, I'll make sure I don't get my panties in a bunch. Once again, you've got the old king, the old star maker here to save your radio show. But first of all, how am I sounding? <laughs> am I sounding <laughs> sound top notch? Top notch. Yeah, absolutely. That bowling mic like is the charm. Me? Do I sound like I'm on a set of uh, a Bowling Media microphones? Do I sound like I'm using Monster Intune headphones? All available on my on my store on Twitter, by the way. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Just oh yeah. Make sure, just make sure I was holding up my end of the bargain. But before we <laughs> yeah. really get this show rolling tonight, as you can tell, I'm in a bit of a serious mood tonight. Yes. Oh yes. We must bit... we must start this properly. So here we go. I'd... I don't know if this is going to be any time for joking around and jovialness. And, uh, wait a minute, I guess I need to back around there. Oh, my. 
Oh my! Status. I think oh the my. word may have. I think the word may have already gotten out. Let me go ahead and, and do the preamble, and we will get to the official announcement. As you know, this country is in a great demise. We have been hostilely taken over by a moron, a man of ignorance, a man of arrogance. But the worst combination of people ever give a man of power is ignorance and arrogance. A man who will not reveal his taxes for now over four years. A man who takes great pride in caging babies. A man who believes in separating babies from their children. A man who gets some type of pleasure tear-gassing babies and mothers, pregnant mothers, kids in diapers. This is the man we're dealing with. A man that puts barbed wire on a bullshit wall and ain't keeping nobody out. They have tunnels. They have tunnels. The wall does nothing. He wants to spend billions of dollars on a wall. If you build a 70-foot wall, they will build a 70-foot ladder or use one of the thousands of tunnels they've already done. The man is a moron. The man has... The man has put tariffs upon our country. The man has basically shut down The man has shut down General Motors. There's jobs getting ready to to be purged as I speak. The man who basically caused E. coli. The the man who caused E. coli because he deregulated the farm market. And now that we don't inspect our foods. And now E. coli is running rampant. You can't even buy a damn head of lettuce anymore. Or just the tip of the iceberg, and I don't mean iceberg lettuce because you shouldn't <laughs> buy it. The tip of the iceberg of the horror that this man has done. <laughs> and someone, the, the, the word got out about this a few days ago, someone took a, a, uh, a pre-poll to see how I would do if I were to run against Donald Trump. And, and uh, Steve, I think you have the graphics right there. Well, what, what, what was the projected win? It's like I had 300 and something electoral college votes. Yeah, let me, let me, let me, pop, me, let me pop that up real, unlike, real quick. Unlike Trump, unlike Trump, I deal with facts. I, I don't make up shit off the top of my head and then have to have people lie about it later. All right, let's see here. Let me grab it. Ah, here it is. Okay. Oh, and let me say to your audience real quick before you read this: If you happen to be a Trump supporter, if you happen to support a woman that likes a man that likes to grope women's pussies, if you support a man who likes to gas babies, if you support a man who's been a tax cheat, a fraud, uh, cheated this country out of millions and millions of dollars, fuck you. There we go. <laughs> Give me those numbers. There, there you go. All right, it's. Uh, it's popping up for me. Give it just a moment. Okay, here we go. What do you want? Yep. A- uh, what do you want? AOL dial yep. up over there? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Kenny Boland were to run against Donald Trump in 2020, Kenny yes. Boland would wind up with 368 electoral votes as wow. opposed to 105 for Donald Trump. That would be a record, and that would also be known as a landslide. So being as no other Democrats of any worth other than Beto down in Texas have stepped forward, no one's going to vote for Nancy Pelosi. No one's going to vote for, as Trump calls, Pocahontas. 
No one's going to vote for Biden. He's already been the vice president. He's he's only pulling in 19% of the vote right now. Beto's actually pulling in about 51 to 54% uh, in the Indeed early polls. In polls of 70,000 people or more. So he might be my only competition. But mm-hmm. what Beto doesn't have is the love appeal, the sex appeal, and the common sense that one Kenny Starmaker Bowen has. I truly will surround myself with good people, with smart people. Not 89 people indicted in my first year and eight months in office. That's not what the, the king, that's not what the star maker's about. So let me go ahead and make it official right now. Someone's got to step up. Someone's got to save this goddamn country. And I, 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 I am putting in a self-imposed, once you're 65, you can't run for goddamn president anymore. Because they're old and senile, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So while I'm still 58 years of age, I will go ahead and announce now that I am running for president of the United States in 2020. And then if I can't win the election, I will beat him within a quarter inch of his goddamn life, and I'll have to pick someone else. (laughs) There you go. There you go. If I can't win the election, I'll win the goddamn fight. I promise you that. <laughs> that, that big nappy-headed fuck ain't never won a goddamn fight in his life. They tried to teach him how to fight at the WWE. They tried to get him to throw a punch. He didn't know how to do it. He'd never done it before. They tried to teach him a clothesline. Well, you saw that. That was a disaster. The man is a pussy. The man is a coward. The man's a fuck-up. He's never done anything right in his goddamn life. And if, there, and if 33% of this country are going to vote him in, and vote me out, which I don't think will happen again. The country's too smart. But just in case I don't win the election, I promise you, when I go over and shake his hand, I will just beat the teetotal absolute living dog shit out of him. He won't be answer, able to answer the bell. He won't be able to assume president again for a second term, which I still can't believe it happened the first time. And somebody, oh, God, would that make Pence president if I beat the shit out of Trump? Yeah. Would he dare pick right Pence now? Pence, right now, thinks yeah. He's electro shock the gay out of people. This guy, I don't know yeah. if there's any better if he was president. He thinks you can shock the gay out of people. <laughs> that would be like me smacking the ugly off of Trump. I could smack all fucking day, but I don't think it's going to do it. I mean, I'm happy to try. Have you ever heard, you ever heard, boy, you better get your shit together before I beat, the, beat some sense into you? You know what? That's never worked. That's never worked in the history of mankind. You can't beat somebody smart. I've tried. <laughs> Ain't be done. So now that we've covered that ground, now that we all know I'm running for president, allow me to do a shout-out now that my, my lovely girlfriend down in Elo Elo City, who, by the way, let me go ahead and announce it now, looks oh. like the king will be an engaged man and a married man. She doesn't know this Good. yet. I'm proposing, I'm proposing to her here on the air. Jenny, Jenny by the ocean That's what I call her Jenny by the ocean Jenny I love you And will you marry me On the 10th day of July 2019 Because I'm going to be there And we ought to just go ahead and get it done I know her answer will be yes I'm going to do the assumptive close Jenny, Jenny will marry me. Sorry for all of you ladies out there wanting, wanting to marry the king in the last 20 years. I'm, I know, I know. A lot of tears, a lot of suicides going on right now. A lot of people <laughs> jumping on the bridge. 
And a lot of girls out there named Jenny think they've hit the jackpot. Well, no, it's Jenny by the Ocean in Elo Elo City, the one that works at 7-Eleven in San Joaquin. I like the way she says it better, by the way. We have just chatted about the last four hours leading up to this show, and I had to let her go with about ten minutes to go so I could make your all's radio show for you. And as a matter of fact, I'm filling in for somebody. Let me, let me not be a total pig about this. Who am I filling in for? <laughs> well, the original plan, we were going to have uh, Herb Simmons and uh, Hannibal from uh, Great North Wrestling on right. tonight. But uh, unfortunately, uh, Herb's uh, right hand, um, the legendary uh, Larry Matisic, who also was uh, Sam Munchnick's right hand man, Oh, and, okay. Uh, well, I know it's Sam Munchnick. See, I've been feeling terrible because I've been seeing the tweets and Facebooks uh, uh, for the last day or two talking about this man dying. And, and poor me, you know, I know I retired from business six, seven years ago, but I don't know who he is, but I do know who Sam Munchnick is. Right, right. Yeah, he was, Larry was, was Sam's right hand and was the um, announcer for the legendary Wrestling at the Chase TV show. And, oh. um, he also he also did a little uh, solo promoting on his own, uh, but then he wound up uh, partnering up with uh, Herb Simmons in uh, East Carondelet, Illinois, uh, with uh, no. SICW. Well, maybe so, down in the same because most of you guys are Illinois folk, right? Don't don't you all aren't yeah. you all up in Chicago area? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Sean and I down here in Louisville. I think I've heard of Windy City Wrestling up here, and that's about the only one I've really heard of. Which is where I started at, Kenny. Well, I blame them then. <laughs> hey, hey, this is, I am I am hundred percent Sam DeSero's fault. Before you say anything further, is Windy City Wrestling still in business? Uh no, it is not. That's no, what I think. It, it okay, closed right, a few, all, that all it closed a few years ago. They hired you and they went out around twenty well, no, actually, actually, I uh, no, actually, I left in two thousand. It took him. Yeah. It took him about another uh, eight, ten years for it to shut down. After well, that, you laid the groundwork. Cause, but you know what? You got a lot in common with Jimmy Cornette. You know why? Every Uh-oh, company, okay. every company that Jimmy Cornette ever associated himself with is no longer in business, except for the WWE, who's hanging on by a thread. And uh, let, let's uh-huh. go through it. Let's go through it. He started out uh, in Memphis. They're gone. He then went right. to some bullshit company in Georgia with Bill Dundee. I don't even can't, I can't even think of the name of what that company was, but they're gone. Then he went to uh, Bill Watts in uh, in uh, Louisiana. They're gone. Then he went to the Von Erichs in Texas. They're gone. Then he went to some competitor with Glow. I can't think of the name of them. Some women's wrestling thing that he aligned himself with. They're gone. Oh, LPWA. He then that's who they were. That's who they were. He then went to WCW. They're gone. Uh, He then went to TNA. I'm sorry. No, then he formed Smoky Mountain Wrestling. They're defunct. He then went to the WWE, and uh, somehow they said, "Well, before we lose this company, why don't we ship him down to Ohio Valley Wrestling?" And he did everything he could to kill us. He, He he truly did. And uh, it was so bad, Danny Davis finally sold the company to Al Snow, and technically OVW is dead. They're not the OVW that they were when I was there. They're not cranking out 54 stars in the WWE the way I did. 
and a total of 113 wrestlers we sent to the WWE as a company. Yes, you heard it right. I sent about half the guys to the company, and then the rest of the rest of the company did the other half. I was a one-man producing machine down there. Wow. So technically, OVW is dead. They're just Al Snow using our logo and our fame. That's all that's going on down there. So technically, they're dead. Then he, uh, where'd he go then? He went to uh, TNA. And there's a lot of people say TNA ain't dead yet. Well, that's where you're wrong. Uh, when you're on a channel that I can't get in Louisville, Kentucky, and when you're drawing under 100,000 viewers a week, you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. And uh, so everything that Jimmy Cornette ever touched died. Don't forget Pretty much Ring of like Honor. Cornette and Trump are more like Ring of people Honor. Than Ring of Honor. Oh, I forgot about Ring of Honor. Are they, are they still hanging around? Are they still yeah. pulling through? Yeah, they're. Ooh. Yeah, they're. But well, you notice what they did. They got rid of him before after. He <laughs> yeah, they got rid of him before he killed him. That's what yeah. WWE did. Well, <laughs> He's <laughs> still functioning. We're smart enough to get rid of him before he drug him down and killed him. That's what it was. <laughs> okay, he's got a question for you. you can look it up. Okay. I mean, I'm not making this shit up. It's all documented. You know, uh, I'm not talking hate or anything. Yeah. Oh, oh, and we forgot Smoky Mountain Wrestling. No, we no didn't. I, I covered that. I said it's defunct. I said he forms. Oh, okay. Speaking of smoke, okay. it went speaking of, I covered that. <laughs> Uncle Kenny, have you moisturized your eyes today? I have. I'm doing it right now. Moisturize, yeah. Moisturize. Y'all heard that. Moisturize. Huh? Yeah. I, hear, I hear that caught on quite a bit. Jenny, <laughs> Jenny by the ocean moisturizes her eyes. Moisturize. <laughs> yeah, Jenny by the ocean moisturizes her eyes. She loves to do it. She even moisturizes mine from time to time, among other things. <laughs> I don't... I, 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 Two things Jenny likes for me to do, moisturize and liquor thighs. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, edit okay, that out. I didn't say I'm that. Dying. Yeah, I did. <laughs> robot uh, took over there for a second. I, I didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, Jenny. Jenny, okay, Jenny, no, right I am to... saying, Jenny right Let now is saying, Jenny, you're so blang. You're so blong. <laughs> blong means bad. And that's, that's what Kenny just was. <laughs> I am so sorry. So I'm, I'm better than that. I'm better than that. Oh, God. Here, here we go. This will tickle your pickle. This was just announced from TMZ.com. TMZ, Jesse, what do we got? Jesse Ventura considering running against Trump. Oh, wow. You know what? Ten years ago, that would have been a hell of a race. But But Jesse has really gotten so wrapped up in the conspiracy theory shit and I think he bought a home in Mexico and he, he kind of more or less left the United States. He has a home here oh. too, but I think he also bought a home in Mexico. And ten All years right. ago ten years ago that might have been interesting. Jesse won Minnesota. Woo. He left with a tremendous surplus and then once he left they went back to hell in the handbasket again. All um, right. I would vote I vote, number one, I'd vote for a chimpanzee over Trump. I mean so you know, the fact that I'd vote for Jesse doesn't have anything to do with it. I'd love to see an independent run and win, which more or less is what Bernie Sanders is. But we got to get rid of the old white fucks in the office. They got to go. And I'm not going to make this whole show political, I promise. Well, maybe. I know. <laughs> I ain't running for president. If anybody's got the right to make this a political show, it's me. 
But uh, exactly. old white, it's time for old white fucks to get out of the White House. I'm glad to see we got a lot more women in there. I think women make more rational decisions over the long haul. Certainly more rational than fucking Trump will ever be. And uh, but then again, I would uh, I'd vote for an armadillo over Trump. I think an armadillo sitting behind the desk would probably make better decisions than what Donald Trump does, and probably oh, yeah. would not align himself with as many dictators. I think armadillos know that dictators are bad. Bingo. Dictators are dicks. My guess. <laughs> yes, and probably man, and, and probably wouldn't try to piss off Canada. Mexico, yeah, Europe, Australia, all of our friends. He, yeah. he pissed all of our friends off. Yeah, we'll and, then off. Aligns, and then aligns himself with murderous dictators such as Kim Jong-un, Rootin' Tootin' Putin, Do 30 <laughs> in the Philippines, who I'm getting ready to go there and straighten his ass out real soon. When I land, shit's going to change in the Philippines. Uh, <laughs> look, out, look out, Do 30. The king's coming to town. He's coming with an attitude. Oh, and... Sure. Uh, I, I can whip that whole fucking island. Have you seen the size of those people? They can't whip me. <laughs> That's true. It'll look, like, it look like a fucking midget battle royal when I step on that island I, and start tossing little five foot five geeks all over the goddamn ocean. What it'll look like. I no worked, offense to the midgets. I worked Not with, here to Kenny, I worked with I worked with midgets back in the day that were taller. <laughs> there have been a there, See, to me, to be a certified legal midget, the way you had to be at Wrigley Field, the day that they had midget day at Wrigley Field, and every every fan that brought a certified legalized midget to the ballpark got free admission. But what happened was is that a lot of the guys were a lot of the guys were interchanging their midgets. The midget would get in, and then they would throw them over the left field wall, and then their buddies would pick that midget up and also get into the park for free. And sometimes a midget would get as many as 10 people into the park for free, and they end up having to kill the whole deal. All because of other guys wanted to... That's where midget tossing was. Oh, my God. Throwing them over the left field wall at Wrigley Field. That's where midget tossing was originally started. Not a lot of people know that. I have a friend who's who's, uh, four foot six. Tossing midgets? Yeah. Yeah. How many many midgets have you had sex with, though? Be honest. Two, three... No, nine. 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 nine in one night. Katie, oh. you never okay. told us this. Line them midgets. Line them midgets up. I'm going to town okay, tonight. Well, the, the tallest you can be to be a midget is four foot eleven. And he, okay, he was five foot oh. two, so he wasn't oh. a midget. So. Now I've got a friend that's four foot nine. I don't call her a midget. But she is. Little, little Marianne. I guess you. I guess you exposed her now. A friend, a, friend, a friend of mine, Bernadette. Is it offensive to call a midget a poor little thing? Is, is that offensive? Mm, Probably. Depends on the poor little thing. Poor little thing. Well, all but I can tell you is I've gone, I've, I've gone 59 years almost, and ain't no midget ever whipped me yet. So we'll just leave it at that. Did they have a whip? As, as Jimmy Hart once said, I can whip any four foot man in the country. But I don't know. <laughs> you mentioned a witness. Do we have viewer mail? Do we have questions? Do we have we got emails that have been sent in? Do we have viewer mail? Do we have listeners? Or what do we got? What are we doing on here? Oh, we got all sorts of things, Kenny. Hey, Katie, I'll tell you what. Actually, yeah. because uh, which uh, Kenny and oh, I had a great time this morning uh, chatting back and forth on Facebook, but. Uh, 
Kenny sent me a uh, picture he took uh, just a few weeks ago, so I'm uh, I'm shooting it over in the chat right now yeah. so that uh, you yeah, can see it. Yeah, let's see check it. it out. So, oh, Oh, yeah. Looking, looking all Bret Hart there. Look at that. Oh, like yeah. I'm making it big. Hey, hey, hey yeah. I had that look first. I was known as Kenny the Hitman Bowling back then. <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart stole my gimmick, just like Waller stole my King gimmick. I mean, nothing sacred anymore. Look at that. Look at that but, hair. But you see that. that? That picture was taken in 1978, 79. Yeah, 78, 79, which proves that Bret Hart stole my gimmick. I was five he or six. Bowen. I used to wear pink and black, and he stole my goddamn gimmick. Pink and black. <laughs> yep. Well, that picture is on oh, the website, shit. right? As you listen to this show, you can scroll through and see that picture, I believe. That, or did that you, one you or did can. You that yeah, that one. No, I, no, that one's on there, but Katie's not looking at that because she's yeah. looking in the studio the same way that Katie, the rest of us Katie, are. Katie's yeah. looking at nine midgets. I know what Katie's looking at. I was, yeah, standing right in front of, yeah, nine midgets standing in front of me right now, all wearing pink and black singlets, okay? Just there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, ask, her about the, yeah. ask her about the golden inflatable giant penis with oh, a helmet. Don't even start with me. I, I had a bad dream where I was being chased by giant golden helmeted penises, and I still to this day don't know what they wanted. It was a bad dream or a good dream? It was, I woke up screaming. <laughs> I yeah, I bet you were. Well, that's that, 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 well, wait a second. A woman, a woman screaming because of a penis—that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Jenny's sitting in Elo right now, wishing, "Hey, man, I wish I could dream of a penis like that and wake up screaming." <laughs> yeah, I love you, Jenny. I love my baby. Jenny, open mouth, open mouth, insert foot, or well, whatever else you wish to insert. Oh, you can just stop it right there. Yes, you can. You leave my toy drawer out of this. No, no, I don't oh, stop it. Oh, that's her toy drawer, Kenny. Do you hear that one? That, that, I can only imagine what's in there and how many dead deep. I would never even. I would never even tell you what's in there. Pro- probably 400 dead D-cell batteries laying all over the bedroom. <laughs> not these. No, they're not these. Yeah, she no. actually uses the plug in model. Woman, woman, woman keeps ever ready in business all by herself. Damn <laughs> straight. Fucking A. Uh, Ain't nothing uh, wrong with self love, okay? Nothing is. wrong. What a filthy show this is. Too bad I'm on it. Oh, you started <laughs> I did kind of I think it was liquid uh, eyes and moisturized that Jenny probably started the whole thing. Moisturized. Yep. <laughs> Lick your thighs and moisturize. Moisturize. You know, I think of your exactly the same way. It said exactly the same way. Moist your eyes. And Maya, Maya being from Brazil and Germany, thought I was saying moist your eyes. And technically, that's what I was doing. I was putting a wet cloth on my eyes because my eyes were drying out real bad. And she said, what did you say? I said, moisturize. She says, you're doing what? I said, moist your eyes. I, I said, hey, wait a minute. They're the same thing. They just spell it. <laughs> so we started hashtag moisturize, and I've never seen so many hashtags of something I've said before in my life between Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> that thing is not on more than anything I've ever done. We, we may have to make a T-shirt, hashtag moisturize. Moist. <laughs> I'm moisturized right now, I promise you. I wouldn't lie to you. I got four, I got four moist rags right here. 
keep it in my eyes, just in case this thing goes wow. overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all got any just one tonight, or is see, it now, see now, what I'm also see now, Kenny. I'm also I've I've also forwarded the uh, the prom pictures too. Oh yeah. So that, yeah. Uh, Take a look at that, huh? These are great. Yeah, yeah as a matter of fact, I just had one of them enhanced to where our outfits are real white again, and and I sent it yeah. to Barbie, the, the girl that I took to that prom. Her and I just reunited uh, for the first time in four years, I guess. It was probably since 83. I hadn't seen wow. her since 83, so I sent her those pictures, and she was thrilled to get those. And she is just now wow. getting remarried, by the way, I, the, when I got a hold of her. Uh, she was on vacation and, and her boyfriend proposed to her and she's getting ready to get married for the second time. Oh, wow. And well, I never thought I'd get married again, but me and Jenny, uh, we, we've been pretty close for the last couple of years and she's, uh, been here once and, uh, I have not been there yet, uh, not to see her. So I need, I need to do that. And, uh, so we're going to do that this coming July and it's been a very interesting couple of years, but we're doing better now than we ever have. And I care the world for her and I, I talk about her on about every show I do, so she knows I love her, and she knows that I'm proud of her, and uh, knows that I ain't cheating on her like she calls me Chick Boy. She thinks I've got nine girlfriends in every town, which is false. <laughs> oh, I only have seven. <laughs> well, Kenny, we're going to talk about how WWE has drawn their fourth lowest, bleh, oh, fourth oh. lowest rating. In the so modern age. Good. I never hear any of that. So. Fourth lowest of all time. Fourth lowest of yeah. all time in the modern age. God damn, it didn't happen when I was producing talent. <laughs> wow. And uh, you know what? I almost can't blame the talent, though. It's just the writers come up with such ridiculous, stupid shit. No one wants to tell a good story. And uh, they got people doing promos that shouldn't be. They're not getting the most use out of managers. They've got, uh, you know, what, what's his name there, the guy that's managing Bobby Lashley? What's his name? Leo oh, Rush. Leo Rush. Leo Rush. Leo Rush. Leo's what got the, some tremendous potential because he, he's not bigger in a minute. Can do all kinds of shit. But they're not letting him expand enough on his promos. They got him doing this Lashley, Lashley. And that, that shit ain't catching on. And I'm sorry. That that shit is not catching on. They need to have Leo, because I got a feeling in, in uh, NXT, I didn't watch him, but I got a feeling he did a lot more shit than he's doing now. And they, they probably need to get him more physically involved in the matches. He needs to be fucking, well, he needs to be making sure that Bobby wins. And, or if Bobby loses, he needs to be the fault of Bobby losing. And uh, set up a little tension right. between the two. There, no, not necessarily a turn. It yes. ain't time for that yet. Uh, but uh, this Lashley chant is just not catching on, and it's just getting old. And he's capable of so much more. I'm sure of that. But what I know, I only managed Bobby Lashley into a champion at OVW. What the fuck do I know? Uh, I only managed John Cena. I only managed Mark Henry. I only managed Randy Orton. I only managed Brock Lesnar. People say, you didn't manage Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I did. I managed not to get my ass whipped by him. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Kenny, what are your thoughts on the Authority Authority 2.0? Oh, God. Uh, Help me out. Who is the Authority 2.0? I must have missed something. Corbin. 
Baron and Corbin. Okay, okay, good God. Well, number one, he finally got that fucking haircut, which looked horrible. Number two, um, guys, let's face it, he's a mid-carder. He's a mid-carder. Oh, very much so. Now yeah, we yeah. need mid carters. I mean, we gotta have a, we gotta have curtain jerkers. We gotta have mid carters. We gotta have main eventers, and not to always keep mid carters down. But he ah. has had every fucking opportunity in the world to get over, and the crowd just don't give a shit for him. Now whether that's his nope. fault or Spider's fault, I don't know, but he's had ample opportunity to get over, and he just ain't doing it. And um, they've shit on Roman Reigns since day one. I think he deserves better than he gets. Uh, but they thought he was handed the position, and the crowd now, as you know, is always smarter than the writers and the wrestlers, and they don't they don't think twice to let you know about it. So uh, it's just a whole different crowd now than it was when I was going. We determined what the crowd was going to do and was not going to do. I've pointed out to, to Lawler and Dundee, I said, what would you have done if you and Dundee were having a match and the crowd started chanting, this is awesome. You deserve it. I said, you ought to have walked out of the fucking Coliseum, left in separate exits, and went home. I tell you what, no one ever fucking chanted that in the goddamn match I was in or managing uh-huh. because we controlled the crowd. We, we never allowed anything like that to happen. Uh, these wrestlers now today love that shit. They think that's getting confirmation from the crowd. They don't realize they've just made the crowd a part of the fucking show. And that's not what a crowd is supposed to be. The crowd is supposed to react, not participate. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a shit you just get from everybody. Yeah. And if that makes me old school, it makes me old school. But that, to me, is not what a no, wrestling no. show is supposed to be. The crowd, no. I mean, that's why, that's why I hate to see a show in fucking England. I hate to see a show in the Northeast. I hate to see a show in Philadelphia. Because the crowd goes there knowing they're going to be as big a part of the show. And then fucking announcers put them over. The announcers uh, talk about how great the crowd is and what and, and, and how they become a part of the show. And that is not yeah. what it's supposed to be. And in my or, opinion. Or the Monday after WrestleMania. Oh, God. Yeah, you're just begging for fucking yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> I come I come from an era of wrestling from back in the Sheik and Ox Baker and the Legionnaires and and then this is yep. when fucking people really believed. Half uh sixty percent of the arena, seventy percent thought it was real, thirty percent uh knew it was bullshit but wanted to participate. I was a part of that thirty percent. And if you watched me as a fan, you would be convinced that I thought everything in that ring was real. And that's what you do. You go to a movie. You go to a movie to suspend belief and believe it's real. If you sit there and point out, well, that car didn't really go in the ocean. That car didn't really blow up. That guy wasn't in there. No one got hurt. That is not what you do. You go to suspend belief. And when I was sitting in the front row with Jimmy Cornette's mother, watching Jerry Lawler versus Joe LaDuke or Jimmy Valiant or Bill Dundee or whom the fuck ever, you go to suspend belief. I, I bumped with Lawler. I shook my head every time he got punched. I mean, I, and got mad when he lost, even though I knew what he was going to lose. I knew how the things worked. I knew that in a six-week program, Lawler was going to win five of them, and he was going to lose the sixth one oh. to put the baby piece over and start the new program. Yep. Yeah, so, exactly. But we have this... 
we have this ad and we'll come back right to it. This is one of our new ones. Hi there. So you want to get into professional wrestling, but you just don't know how to do it? Well, I can show you how. All you have to do is dial one nine seven six. R-A-S-S-L-E-R That's one nine seven six wrestler I'll teach you the ins and outs The ups and downs Everything you need So that you can just explode Onto the rest of the scene Just remember that number It's one nine seven six R-A-S-S-L-E-R That's one nine seven six Calls to 1976 Wrestler are $29.95 per second. All major credit cards are accepted. I love that song. I love the song that goes with it. All right, are are we back? Are we back? Yes, yes. Yeah, we're back. What the the fuck was that? I know, right? What, What the fuck was that? (laughs) <laughs> Steve came up with it. He can tell you. Uh, okay, so when I tell yeah, it was, it's 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 all it's all based on how these people you know will sit there and yeah. try to you know say hey you know you don't have to do all this training and that we can get no, you, no, we no, can no, get no, in real no. just in short order. That, well, I was about to know. say whoever made that ad ought to call one eight hundred blow me, but uh, <laughs> made it. Made it. Back, I guess. All right. I know what you're saying. One eight hundred blow me. One eight hundred blow me. Yeah. Hopefully, God, one of my ex girlfriends don't answer the phone. That would suck. <laughs> Speaking of oh, that, Kenny, well, I was you watching. Were, well, you and Maya were were uh, about a week ago spending a lot of time on uh, on uh, <laughs> you guys it's on Facebook Live talking about blowjobs. Yeah, it came up quite oh often. Oh my god! Maya, Maya seems to think the ratings go way up if we talk about blowjobs, especially her. And uh, <laughs> oh, well, it, it worked. We, got, we, had, hell, we got two thousand views in like a day and a half on that one. So well, <laughs> maybe we should start talking about blowjobs. <laughs> As you notice, finally, after 15 years, uh, I've got my own YouTube channel, uh, which we finally eclipsed a thousand subscribers on there recently. And I only wish the fuck I'd have made it 15 years ago. Um, the other thing is, is that we're finally now on iTunes and Stitcher and uh, TuneIn, and there's one more I'm forget uh, Spotify. We're finally now the Bowling Alley oh, is wow. on those outlets, and uh, we're really expecting things to pick up business wise. Cause I just been doing YouTube for several years and not normally my own channel, but I got tired of fucking with host and having to fire host all the damn time. So now I've got my own channel and, and uh, if the host I got now fucks up, then I'll just do it myself. Uh, and he well, will fuck it. I have no doubt about that. Kenny, the WWE has asked, what can they do to fix the current product? Damn, well, number one, take the fucking direction of the show out of the writer's hands and put it more in control of knowledgeable people about wrestling shows. And not necessarily the old school guys. You don't have to have Dutch Mantel and Jimmy Cornette and 
and uh, all the old school guys sitting in the back coming up with a show because that's gotten a little old too. But right. you do have to have people who know something about wrestling and not comic books directing the show. You need more input from, well, and I know The Rock wants to make his movies, but uh, the biggest crowds they fucking get are when Shawn Michaels, Triple H, The Undertaker, The Rock, or Stone Cold Steve Austin show up. Those are still the biggest pops, and the Attitude Era has been over for quite some time. And here we are pushing 2020 down the throat, and still the biggest pops you get are people that I worked with when they were nobody. Undertaker was... His name was Mark Calloway. Worked with him in Memphis. Steve Austin was nobody. He was stunning Steve. Uh, was making 300 bucks a week if he was lucky. Uh, the Rock uh, stole a mattress out of a dumpster so he'd have something to sleep on when I knew him. Uh, and worked as Flex Cavana and no one gave a shit. And yep. uh, these are the people who still get the biggest pop when they come down the aisle. Uh, Stunning Steve. I did not know Triple H. I had no clue who he was until he showed up really uh, maybe towards the end of WCW and then WWE. I predicted he'd be nothing more than a mid-carder. I did not know he was going to fuck the boss's darter. And it (laughs) If I had fucked Stephanie McMahon, I'd be the biggest name in the goddamn business, and Stephanie would be a lot happier. Yeah, there you go. Um, What else? What else do they need to fix, Kenny? Uh, Well, um, one thing I've been pushing for is to back Raw down to a two-hour show because I've got two Raws on DVR that I have not watched one second of. Now, here's been my suggestion for years. They finally took part of my suggestion, but only because of that. Crown Prince Royal bullshit in Saudi Arabia. I'm surprised they didn't kill half the WWE roster while they were over there. Um, But the women were banned from that show. The the, the Saudis didn't want the women over there. So they almost had to give the women their own pay-per-view to calm them down over not being able to participate on that show. And of course, who did they want? Triple H, John Michaels, The Undertaker. And God knows what they paid additional to get them over there. But that's who they wanted. They didn't give a fuck about the current talent, current roster. John Cena refused to go. I think, uh, I think, uh, Cena's buddy, uh, the other one that married the Bella bitches, uh, what's her name? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Daniel refused to go as well. Yeah. And yep, I was highly disappointed by AJ Styles. AJ claims to be this religious freak and Mr. Bible thumper and, and here they kill one of our fucking reporters, and he goes anyway. I mean, I'm disappointed that any of them went. I mean, none of them had the balls to say, no, we're not going to do this fucking show. None of them had the balls except Cena. Well, Cena didn't have anything to lose. And uh, Daniel Bryan might have, but, you know, he's seen his buddy, so, you know, what, what are they going to do? Fuck with him, you fuck with Cena. So uh, nobody had the balls not to do that show. I guarantee you, if me and Cornette were in the WWE and they said, you're all going to Saudi Arabia, Oh, didn't they just offer a reporter over there and we're doing nothing about it? Fuck you. You go. I ain't going. And they <laughs> that's what they wanted. Um, but no one has any balls anymore. Everybody's too concerned about losing their fucking jobs. And um, and there is no other place to go anymore. It used to be if WWE fucked with you, you'd say, fine, I'm going to WCW. And then, yeah. they would, then they would cower down, give you what almost any money you wanted, unless you're Bret Hart. And, oh. uh, you know. So, yeah, 
But no, the uh, oh, but I want them to take raw to two hours, not two hours and five minutes, not two hours and seven minutes. I hear they're not doing the runover anymore. Is that true? That's correct. That is correct. I mean, if you're doing a three-hour show, why the fuck do you need twelve more minutes? Can anyone exactly. explain that? To me? Well, I know why they did it because it's a lead-in to the next hour. Whatever ratings Raw was getting supposedly bumps up the next show, but now the ratings are so bad that it no longer gives that boost to the next show. Well, and that, I talked about I talked about this last night, Kenny. If you go back to the Monday Night War, WCW was drawing a 6.0 and WWE was drawing a 7.5. Yeah, well, at one point both companies were doing very well, and then the NBA playoffs hit, and then people started watching WWE and not watching WCW. And then they realized, fuck, what have we been doing? I knew it all along. I knew WCW sucked. I didn't watch it. Uh, I watched it enough to know it sucked and then quit watching it. And and I predicted even way back then, back in back in the late 90s, that once the NBA playoffs were over and people were forced to watch Raw at 8 o'clock, that they were, or 9 or whenever the fuck it was coming on, that they were going to realize this is a far superior show and WCW is going to start to take a hit. I never dreamed they would go out of business as quickly as they did. Um, um, but th- what but happened, th- what happened to all those fans? Well, now the product is nowhere near as good as it was. There's now more and more channels out there, more and more ways to be entertained, more and more. You know, you didn't have cell phones to watch shit on back then. No right. one's got a span anymore. You can't have dinner with anybody anymore. Because you got five people sitting around you, and all five of them on their fucking phones, which, unless you're with me, because I don't tolerate that shit. Hang out with me, put your fucking phone up. If you don't want to hang out with me, go sit at another goddamn table and play with your phone over there. You know, I don't have a phone on me. Why? Because I can log on my computer when I get home, and whoever wanted to reach me then will reach me when I log on. Uh, Otherwise, they're not going to ruin my my dinners. They're not going to bother me while I'm at the grocery store. They're not going to bother me while I'm at a ball game. This is another thing that bothers me. The people that go to the concerts, the wrestling matches, the Trump rallies, they all got their fucking phones out recording it. Why? It's being recorded in high definition on your DVR at home, or someone will record it for you. Right. They get a hell of a lot better picture than you get. So why do you have to watch life through a five-inch screen? You're not seeing the real shit. You're watching shit through a five-inch phone. Even the live shit you're watching through a five-inch phone. Put your fucking phone in your pocket. Enjoy the moment. And somebody recorded what you saw if you're at a Trump rally, a ball game, a uh, big event, a wrestling show, football, whatever. Somebody recorded it a lot better than you can. I can understand taking a selfie with somebody showing you were at the game. Do that and then put your fucking phone up and enjoy whatever event you're at. I do not want to watch Earth, Wind, and Fire in Chicago through a five-inch phone. I want to sit in my chair, kick my feet back, and enjoy the goddamn show. Now, that's just... There you go. (laughs) But I'll watch 20,000 people have fucking phones out, and they're watching the show through the goddamn phone. And I just cannot comprehend that. And then you go to dinner, and everyone... And even if you do crack down on the law about having a phone... Put your goddamn phone up when dinner's over. You can get on your phone in if you're that fucking addicted. And then I they agree. got their on their laps and texting like no one sees it. And my line to anybody sit with me at a dinner table, hey, are there any fucking doctors here? 
Because you're the only ones that got the permission to have a fucking phone. The rest of you can goddamn wait. Hey, you, ain't, you ain't that fucking important. I'm one of the most famous men in the state of Kentucky. And I do not have a phone every goddamn where I go. As a matter of fact, I never take one. My son's got a cell phone, and if we have an emergency, we'll use his phone. If they need to get a hold of me, they can reach me when I get home. If somebody died, they'll be dead when I get home. Yep, exactly. Tell exactly. I'm in a mood tonight, can't you? I'm glad you all had me on. I get to <laughs> say whatever the fuck I want when I'm here. I'm, I'm like that too. I don't care if they get pissed because I won't be back on again for six months anyway. Then you'll have me on and I'll be pissed again. Good. Uh, Good. Hey, but you know we hey we we love having you on, Kenny. I mean, yo, just oh, I mean just oh. your hey. <laughs> Hey, come on, come on, give give me a give me a break. I got to make this look good, okay? <laughs> what, what was the overall response of the roast that y'all did? How did that compare with other shows y'all have done? And I don't even know. I'm setting myself up for disaster here. How did that show do? Well, boys know the numbers from that show better than I would. Oh my gosh, boys, boys better lie. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what what did we actually wind up overall doing with that one? Like probably at least that's been what, been what three years ago, couple. four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that was a, that was a there was at least a couple hundred listens on that. Yeah, easily at least, at least a couple hundred live, <laughs> live. I'm talking. Yeah, that was uh, we had everybody on that damn show: Cornette, Jerry uh, Jarrett, Dean Hills, yeah. Okay. yeah, we had a lot of people call into that show. Yeah. Bill oh, yeah. oh yeah, Mr. Bill. Well, I didn't even know the Stroh. The Stroh called in on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Bobby Blaze. I mean, Bobby Blaze. Yeah, I forgot Bobby called in. He sure did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had a we had a bunch of people that uh, I mean, yeah. you know, people who we didn't who we didn't even expect. I mean, we. Yo, had talked to certain people oh, and Rico, said, "Hey, yeah, Rico can you in. come on?" Rico, Rico called in. Yeah, yeah, that was which yeah, that was a definite surprise. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, have you have you talked to him lately? How is he doing? I have, I have. Rico's doing pretty good. Uh, he's still, you know, uh, not in the best of shape, but he's doing better than he was. No, he's still out in Vegas and uh, dealing with a few complications, but overall not doing too bad. And uh, we we write back and forth on Facebook quite a bit. Uh, the other one that called into that show was the other one that called into that show was Jerry Jarrett. Oh yeah, yeah, Jerry Jarrett called in early. <laughs> yeah, get all over me if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh, that he, yeah. You begged him for a job and he'd never give you one. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> liar. liar. No better than no better than a goddamn Donald Trump. Just nothing but lies you out of their mouth. I hope y'all don't have a lot of Trump supporters listening to this show. They're gonna hate this goddamn show. They don't give a shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's one way to look at it. I don't give a shit on my now, own show. Matter now, of fact, did, when I worked with Russo, they said that I was running away half the audience because I bashed Trump on every show. Oh, well, killing half our audience. I said, well, let me explain something to you, you fucking television geniuses. If I'm chasing away half the audience, guess what Stephen Colbert is doing? Guess what Jimmy Fallon's doing? Guess what Jimmy Kimmel's doing? They all bash Trump on a nightly basis. Guess what uh, 
The guy at Comedy Central was doing, I can't think of his name right now, but he bashes Trump on every show. And um, um, Jim Jeffries, Jim Jeffries once a week bashes him on every show. So if I'm running off half the audience, apparently I'm just as smart as all the major networks, Comedy Central, and a few others. It's uh, I'm voicing my opinion. You don't have to agree with me. But unfortunately, with Russo's network, they every damn fucking one were Trump supporters, except me. So I gave them a different spin of shit they weren't used to hearing. And I don't like shows where everybody fucking sits around and agrees with each other. I will purposely pick another side. If I'm on a show and everyone's kissing each other's ass and we're all happy, we're a team here. And that was what they tried to label me as when I came to Russo's Network. We're all a team. We all support each other. Fuck you. I'm not part of your team. I'm me. <laughs> and if you all are Trump supporters, yours fuck ain't, ain't on my team. Right. So uh, so they tried uh, to say I was running off half the hour. Well, the ratings came in. And when I went to their network, the, old, the only Southern boy, the only one below the Mason-Dixon line on the entire fucking network, the ratings were up overall on the whole network. 23%. That is one hell of a fucking hit on a network that big with that many shows, that many people. And I personally raised their number because I was the only thing different on there. And they were all wanting to get rid of me. Oh, he's killing us. All the Trump supporters are going to quit listening. No, they're not. They're listening to me to get educated. They might get mad, but they're listening to me to get educated because they know I'm going to shoot them straight. I ain't going to bullshit them. I'm going to give them facts and figures, not make up shit. And uh, sure enough, ratings were up 23%. And then when I decided to go, they begged me to stay, and it didn't work. Huh. I like Russo, oh, yeah. but he's the only one over there I like. Me and Russo got a long time. All right, we're going to take our song break, and we'll be right back with more with Kenny Bolin yeah. and Refresh the rest of us. Call. Refresh your calls, folks. All right.
Hi, this is Chance Prophet. You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Roundtable on Blog Talk Radio. All right, and we are back, and that was the Black Moods, Belladonna. And Kenny, we are now live again. Oh, what? I, this is the second time I get to ask you all this. What the fuck was that? <laughs> How you doing, Kenny? I don't mean to be critical. I don't mean to. Uh, what was the name of the song again? The Black, uh, it was Belladonna by the Black Moose. Sounds like very that. racist. Sounds very racist. Oh. The Black <laughs> The Black Moo. Black Moo. Oh, I thought you said the Black Moo. I used to have a dog named Moo Cow who was black, and I have two cows who are black. My girlfriend's daughter, Kimmy, um, says, uh, <laughs> I just got an email I wasn't expecting to get. <laughs> says your Uh-oh. wife is gorgeous. Says you have a gorgeous wife. I still have a wife. I'm looking to be married. Matter of fact, this is her cousin who's writing me saying you have a gorgeous wife. No, I don't. Not yet. I have a gorgeous wife to be. uh, uh, We're looking to be married in July, probably August at the latest. But uh, no, I don't have a gorgeous wife. I have a gorgeous wife to be named Jenny by the ocean. I get her name in a lot. I know it's good for me. That's why I get it in a lot. Uh, my my girlfriend's uh, daughter named Kimmy, uh, she doesn't call my dog two cows. She says, uh, tell daddy I love black dog. Aww. <laughs> uh, so That's so sweet. Two cow hugging me the other day, and I was wearing my black bowling cub hoodie, and his head was buried into me, and I took the picture real quick so Kimmy could see it. And I sent it to her, and she says, I can't see Black Dog. I said, he's in there, honey. He's in my hoodie. Look. She looks, I don't see him. Black is black. So she was trying to say the dog is blending into your jacket. But she says, black is black. <laughs> so, uh, Kenny, would, yeah. uh, would you call back in? We're having some connection yeah, issues with you. Coffee. Oh, I got to call back yeah. in? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Call right, back let's, in real quick. Let's try that. Okay, that, please. Please. Katie, choppy. even you're choppy. Um, he was the yeah. one that sounded choppy to me. I, I recalled in. I, I know, but you're in. choppy too. But, yeah, you're sounding choppy too now. Okay, I can go call back in. Okay, thank okay. you. Let's see if Billy's right. choppy. Billy, 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 Billy. What? Oh, no, nope, I sound clear. okay? Yep, you're clear. Yeah, you're we'll fine. let you on in a little okay. bit, Billy. The show started getting choppy. Okay, now. All right. All right, Katie, try it. All right. You're clear now. You're clear. Okay, where's Uncle Kenny? He's calling back. I hope so. Sorry about that. He will. I don't know what happened. Don't know what it is, because Kenny was choppy, too. But Billy wasn't, and I'm not, and Steve's not. So it, it was weird. Yeah, so... All right, so yeah, we'll we'll give we'll give Kenny a second. All right. Uh, well, uh, while we're waiting for Uncle Kenny to call back, he calls back, we made another match announcement for Rebellion Rising earlier tonight, and this is another barn burner. This match again has only happened one other time in the state of Illinois. 
and it's going to be a tremendous matchup. It is former Impact Wrestling star, Mr. M80, Marche Rocket, with our good friend C-Red, taking on 24-karat gold, Jimmy Carrot. And both of these men are making their RWF debut. No, you're choppy. All right, let me call back. <laughs> yeah, that's like all of a sudden it's like... Okay. And now, yeah, and you're and you're chopping and up again, Katie. Like I don't shit. know what's going and on. So are you? And so are you? All right, all right, can't, all right. I'm gonna try. All right, I'm gonna try calling. Oh, yeah, Kenny no, just. No, you're fine. Uh, you're fine. You're to, fine. All right. Well, I gotta call Kenny up, so I'm gonna do that right now. So okay, I'll be okay. I'll be you right back. And you're choppy again. I don't know what's going on. You're choppy too. The whole connection. You're am I choppy? Yeah. No, you're fine. <laughs> well then how come he's choppy to me? I don't know. Yeah. Your you're, connection so you is sound choppy. choppy. Yeah, you okay, sound choppy he, to and us. Then, and then, and now then you're clear. Okay, there we go. See? All right. And there's uh, Kenny. Think, I'll bring Kenny back on. There's there Kenny. All, All right. right. How's everything now? Wonderful. All right, good. Good. Now, just so y'all know, I've spent four dollars to do this call because so I sound good and my microphones. I use Skype and it charges like seven cents a minute or whatever, and and it tells me that I've used four dollars and twelve cents so far to make this call. I expect a PayPal payment to me immediately after this show for about eight dollars. I'm charging double. Well, who's paying me? Who's paying up over there? Oh, everybody went quiet all of a sudden. Hey, John, John. Hey, hey. Everybody John, pony up. Sean, buy his book. Everybody. Yeah, somebody yeah, buy my book. I don't take the heat off from you. Buy <laughs> <laughs> my book would be a good idea. You all need to buy my book if you ain't bought it yet. I'll, I'll cut the Canadians some slack because the shipping's a little expensive. Yeah, well, and, and, our, and we just got our postal service back. We were on strike, so. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, she's straight. Goddamn, goddamn country of 38 million people, and you can't get none of them to work. (laughs) 333 million over here, and we got 4 million jobs we can't give away. I had a suggestion. I had a suggestion. Give them to the 10,000 people that Trump labeled as the Walking Dead, the invaders. That were all coming here. I was waiting for him to say that they were from the cast of The Walking Dead and they were going to eat Republican brains. But then I oh knew that all the zombies will starve if they're looking for a Republican brain to eat. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be eating anything over here. Yeah, the walkers be starving. All right, now you're, now you're breaking up too. Am I breaking up as well? Uh, yeah, you break it up for me, but I'm able to understand it. You know what? We, we've gone a little over an hour anyway, and I got a toothache like you guys won't believe, and I do have some other things I have to get done. So we'll go okay. ahead and wrap that part of it up, and uh, thank you guys for having me. And and yeah. uh, anybody hey. wants to buy my merchandise, go to Twitter, click my store. I got the shirts, the yeah. hats, the DVDs, the books. And uh, if you want yeah. to donate to the Bolin Alley show, feel free to do that at Kenny Bolin. dot com is my PayPal account. And anybody wants to donate to the Bolin Alley, uh, it's much appreciated because now that I'm on all the iTunes and all that shit, it costs a fortune to do that fucking show. Oh, shit. 
Mike quit. Uh, <laughs> well, Kenny, damn. thank you so much for being with us yeah. here tonight. And we yeah. hope your Tuesday gets better. And it was a pleasure. Yeah. And I'm yeah. four more paying bills. The first date ain't done shit. So I'm going to yeah, try to well, that, that try, Wait, try melting one on the tooth. See if you can get one hmm. to melt on the tooth. Well, maybe that's an like, idea. Crush it up. Crush it up. Crush it up. Crush Somewhere, I'm going to try and find that. Oh, yeah. Ambisol works great if you can yeah. soak. Well, I use a little brush because space is between my teeth. But if you can soak some uh, some tooth floss, some dental floss, and use that uh-huh. with the Ambisol, put it put that through the through the teeth right onto the gums. That helps a lot. All right. Well, and yeah. unless, Jenny, unless Jenny by the Ocean has any better ideas, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe she can, yeah, swirl some, maybe she can some make bourbon. my go away for me. Yeah, you can you can swirl some bourbon on it too. That'll work. <laughs> I don't have any bourbon, but the alcoholics upstairs probably do. So I'll check with my son. All right, guys. Well, thank you for having me. I had a good time. Hopefully, y'all did too. Hopefully, as a matter of fact, I've gotten a couple of emails from fans already that said they were loving the show. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Shout, out to, shout awesome. out to Hag Haggerty in Canada, by the way. Hag was yeah. one of the oh. ones that he was loving the show. So shout out to Hag Haggerty. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Hag. Hey. What hey, hey, fucking hey, thank you, Hag. Work. <laughs> Probably works yeah. for the post office. <laughs> 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 oh, Hag showed him down personally because he didn't want to. He didn't want to deliver mail that day, so they had to strike. <laughs> All right, Kenny. Yeah, good. It's kind of cold, eh? Kind of cold, eh? Kenny, you have a, yourself a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I'll do it. Thanks for and, having me. Yeah, and with your and and Kenny, since you gave it's me the number, out. I will give you a call sometime this week. So you've got my number since I've changed. Oh, that's a crock. gave you my number. How'd you get my number? I, I didn't give it to you. Somebody <laughs> me Somebody hacked my account. <laughs> hey, but guys, but guys, you know what? <laughs> you know what though? Kenny's Kenny Kenny's phone is a reverse phone. It actually charges you for calling it. So it charges you for calling me. I, I made four hundred dollars <laughs> last. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> All right, my friend. Hey, you take care. And uh, oh, always, always fun. Always fun talking yeah, to you. Get, back more back fun talking to you when we're, when we're ripping that coronet. <laughs> All right, buddy. You all have a good one, guys. Thanks a lot. You hey, too. Thank you. Yeah. You too, Thanks man. Thanks for Talk coming out. Later. Love you, Uncle Kenny. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That was Kenny the Star Maker Bolin for the last hour and eight minutes. We're going to keep this thing rolling. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get somebody else to call in. So give me just a yeah. couple minutes, and I'm going to see if uh, he's available. And make sure it doesn't sound like shit, hopefully. Well, for some unreason, the thing is lagging tonight. I don't know if the, wherever the server is is getting hit with some snow again or what, but... Oh. Well, Something. probably, probably since well, it's East Coast. It's the the uh, servers out of the East Coast, out of New York. So, um, it's probably dealing with sub-zero temperatures like uh, like you and I are. I think it's actually warmer up where Katie is than it is with where we yeah. are right now, John. Straight up, it's pretty. It's I can tell you exactly what it's doing right now. 
falling oh Canadian. My God. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. It's warm outside. This, this is a big. All right, hey guys, this is a big one. I gotta, I gotta read you. All I gotta right. read you this. Um, Wrestling Inc. reports that Fox is pushing for Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey to come to SmackDown in 2019 oh when the blue brand makes moves to that network. This makes sense considering Good. the desire to make SmackDown Live feel more like a sporting event upon its Fox debut. So they're actually, it seems like they're looking for Ronda to uh, drop that Raw Women's title and probably, well, let's see, they'll be debuting in fall of 2019, so probably most mm-hmm. likely at WrestleMania. So, so Vince has got a few decisions to make now, folks. Oh. So we're into, so we're gonna have to see about this one. Hold on, guys. Uh, I'm setting some stuff up. I'm getting callers, okay. people calling in. Uh, Katie, you're looking for a Joseph. That'll who will be calling in next. Okay, well I don't have him yet. Okay. Don't have him quite yet. I'll be looking for. And uh, and uh, and good news, hacksaw Jim Duggan is out of the hospital. Um. Oh, that's great news. He got uh, he got discharged today. Awesome! Excellent news. Yay! Yeah, he was like yeah. one of my grandma's favorites. She loved him. Yeah, not not fun, not fun spending uh, Thanksgiving in the ICU. No, I wouldn't think it would be. Okay, I gotta check the board. Nobody there yet. Oh, hold on. Okay, I gotta go in screen. Oh, I still oh, wait a second. I think well, I think we know that no. number, but oh, no, you might not. You might not. Because I'm having some people call in tonight, so we're gonna we're gonna continue on with the rest of the show. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I have asked some people to call in that are gonna be a part of Rebellion Rising. So, uh, all right. One of them's here. I've asked Crammy okay. to call in. Uh, if Crammy can, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce every each and every one of you to one of our newest referees. And he is a younger referee, but he is still a point of authority. He has been appointed oh. this by myself and Steve Kane. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our newest official, Joseph. And I'm probably going to smear your last name. So how about you just pronounce it? Uh, Joseph Pullman. Thank you. I got it right. I got it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, remember, this is Sean we're talking about. Sean, Sean, Sean would Sean would screw up his own name if uh, if his mom hadn't taught it to him. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say Sean would screw up his own name, but it's sewn into his underwear. <laughs> uh, well, you are uh, not just an official. You are actually training to be a wrestler at one of the more – uh, well-known schools that just opened up this year. He is training at the Ace Wrestling Academy, folks. Mm, yeah. Okay, whose school is that? Cowboy it's Bob. Run by yeah. Okay, I missed that. By who? 
Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. Thank you. Randy Orton's dad. Yeah, I know. I'm not as dumb as I sound. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. Uh, So tell us a little bit about yourself because Steve doesn't know you that well. I've been following you for quite some time. Uh, Katie doesn't know you. Uh, Tell us where you've been working, how long you've been a referee, and who trained you to be a rep. Uh, I've I've been refing since August of this year. Right on. Uh, I had my first um, event at Unfair Games in uh, Virgin, Illinois, and I've been refing um, Proving Ground Pro, PWA, uh, once in Zero One, once in UWC, hopefully to come back to them. I guess uh, you could say that I was trained by Chris Barrow. He really helped me. I, you know... He's a big mentor of mine in the whole ref business. Nice. Um, he's a ref PWA. Uh, yeah, ma- the main 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 companies I really ref for is PGP and PWA. I want to make zero one more constant, same because that's such a big uh, company in Illinois. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully now RWF. So. Uh, well, we're, we definitely. Uh, I'm a stickler when it comes to a good referee. I'll be the first one to tell you that. Uh, and I think I already told you in our conversations, if, if you call something that you're not supposed to call, we're going to have words about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And, and obviously I will be watching very, very carefully with uh, you know, over a quarter century of experience myself. Uh, As so, a referee. Yes. Uh, some of the is, biggest names in the industry. Yes. Uh, Steve is our retired senior official. Uh, he was injured after he ran the ropes at a show. Uh, something went wrong, and he is injured and will no longer be repping and is now retired anyway, if he, even if he could rep. But uh, right. because of the injury, he's retired. Um, but he does work for me. He is one of our matchmakers. He is on the board of directors here uh, with myself, and uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about this card that we got going on because we've got two matches that we've announced, and we'll go over those here again in a minute. But it's all happening Saturday night, June the 1st, at the VFW in Pontiac, Illinois. It's RWF Rebellion Rising, and I didn't get to talk about this earlier. This is probably one of the hottest signing, biggest signings that we have made to date outside of our main event. And this is the, re- the Illinois Valley return of a man that I first met in April of 2002 in old, I guess it was a mechanics building in Spring Valley, Illinois, where they were doing training and also running shows out of. And I thought that the guy was my brother. Well, the guy wasn't my brother, but I was impressed with what I saw. And a couple of years later, he would be brought to the place where I would start training in 2003 and uh, become a champion of Wicked Wrestling Alliance. And uh, this man is none other than the wild child, Curtis Wild. So, I, uh, I met him last night. He's, he's, he's a great dude. And I uh, watched him work a couple times and he's great. Uh, Steve knows Wild Child very well. 
Yes, yes. I have I have been in the ring with him throughout the years and uh we've had we've had our ups and downs. Oh, but you know, hey with Wild Child it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> and uh gotta say, Steve, he is definitely one of the Illinois Valley's hottest personas. Um, oh, yeah. to ever cross the Illinois Valley and, and did get a huge crowd reaction. It's been years since he's been here. June the 1st, he, 2019, he will be at the VFW in Pontiac for Rebellion Rising. Uh, let's see who else. We signed Cody Jones today, who is a second-generation star, the son of Tom Jones. Oh. Who's been on this show before. Oh, I, when I think of Tom Jones, I think of the singer Tom Jones. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for correcting my brain. Uh, then we have the team of Crash Jackson and Bad Henry, collectively known as Controlled Chaos, total combined weight of uh, close to 500 pounds between the two of them. Uh, it's not over that. So these two big dudes are coming, and they mean business. Speaking of big dudes, we've got the one-man riot, Frank Wyatt. Great I think, yes, and I think uh, I think you've dealt with him in the ring a couple times. If you've worked down at Zero One, you've had to deal with him in the ring. I've ref one of his matches at uh, Proven Ground Pro. Yes. Um, okay. I have not done it in Zero One, but uh, big scary dude. Don't wanna don't wanna cross his path. Uh, then we have the tag team of Rowan Holmes and Kurt Alexander, collectively known as the Brute Crew. Then we have Streeter's favorite son, the All-American Redneck, Tyler Bodine. The SB, Brandon Espinoza from MMWA in St. Louis. Uh, Pontiac Zone, the coach, Nicholas Melvin. And now we're going to get into our two matches that we signed, uh, one last night and one earlier today. And they're pretty big. Um, so the first one is our main event, and that is going to be between the Filth King, Brew Baker, and the resident rock star of the RWF, the Rocker Rebel, Diamond Steel. And that's going to be a match and a match half. And a half. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a match and a half. Then, the other, the, the other match that we signed earlier today. Former Impact Wrestling star, Mr. M80, Marche Rocket, with his manager, the urban sensation C-Red, versus 24-karat gold, Jimmy Carrot. This will be another exciting matchup. And women's wrestling returns or debuts in Pontiac. I don't have all my notes in front of me, so I forget which one. But Paloma, the Sriracha Muchacha, Paloma Star will be there, and Laney Luck will be there. Laney Luck will be there, and Paloma Star. Okay. With one of the most uh, brain-thumping theme songs of all time. Me, 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 only me, 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 me,
<laughs> I hate it and love it all at the same time. <laughs> I do. Because you hear me go, oh, man. And then, me, 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 me. <laughs> Imagine what I'm doing out in front of a crowd. You should have seen me the last time I was dancing. Steve goes, stop it, Sean. <laughs> Literally, I was smacking him, going, knock it off. Stop. 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 Fucking stop it. <laughs> but it's, it is an addictive theme song. So me, she me, will be me, the... Me, 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 sexy, me, me. Sorry. <laughs> it's your fucking fault. I'm sorry. Okay, and, and, and to to our guest online with us, um, I am entirely sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, have you ever wrestled a women's wrestling match before? I have not wrestled a women's match. I have wrestled an intergender match a couple times, though. Well, hopefully uh, somebody will pop your cherry on a women's match before huh? we do. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> well, already I, then it's right. <laughs> I, still, I, still, I, still remember, I still remember my first no. women's match. I was scared to death because I figured, well, what happens if if uh, one of them starts, you know, really wailing the other one in the corner, and I'm supposed to try and break it up, and I grab and uh, my hand slips. <laughs> <laughs> then your hand, then then your hand slips. It's not your fault. I wouldn't give you a shit. If if, if seriously, man, if, if if you totally totally slipped and touched my boob or something like that or my butt. You know, I'm, I'm, as long as you left my cookie out of the out of the deal, I think I'd be okay. <laughs> uh, Leave the cookie out of, Get your hand out of the cookie jar. Not allowed in there. Now, we will okay. have a new ring announcer <laughs> uh, joining us, too, that uh, Joseph knows, and that is Rob Leach. Oh. oh. Nice. nice. Rob, Rob's one of my good friends. Uh, I love him. I, I, he hasn't told me at all about this, so... Uh, he's he's one of the better announcers that's around right now. I couldn't get my first pick because uh, he's actually going to be on vacation during that time. And I told him, I said, look, dude, I said, you're you for the last God only knows how many years you have been one of the top announcers in Illinois. I said, you deserve a night off. I said, we'll have you back when we need you. So uh, that is oh, my God. sweet Jimmy D, but Jimmy D couldn't make it. But um, definitely, uh, definitely looking forward to Rob, and uh, definitely uh, got, there's so much stuff going on with Sounds RWF good. Rebellion Rising. Uh, it's going to be here before we know it, June. Yes, it's a long way off. Uh, yes, in Illinois we have snow on the ground right now, but you got to think about warm weather and good wrestling. That's what we want you to think about: warm weather and good wrestling. And uh, here's the dumb thing that I forgot to ask, but I, I think if I remember correctly, it's not going to be a problem. Hopefully it's not like the YMCA and street are all over again, Steve, with no air conditioning. Oh, God. Oh, Lordy. Oh, my God. Well, first, well, well, that early in June, hopefully it shouldn't be that bad temperature-wise that uh, we'd even have to be concerned about it. I hope not. We will see, because last the we ran June of 2017, and it was hotter than Blue Blazes in that gym. Oh my and that God. was when the I third went, of the month. 
When I went and saw, seriously, when I went and saw Ricky Steamboat and we they, they gave us an intermission and it wasn't enough for me and I got dizzy and had to go back to the side and, and take, well, you guys call it Dramamine, we've got gravel. So, yeah, I had to take a gravel or else I was going to be set. I believe it. Some of these yeah. places, you get 200, 300 people in there sweating on top of each other. It gets hotter than a mofo in there. Oh, yeah. They sure they had the ceiling fans going and some box fans going, but you got some, yeah, everybody's breathing on each other, you know. Yep, yep. But believe me, I've been I've been at shows where there's like 800 people in a small building. I, I know, I know what it gets like. Um, so we've got a brand new referee. He's not going to be the only one. We've got another referee coming from Canada that I was hoping was going to call in tonight, but it's oh. not called in at all. Did you, me- did you message him and ask him? You didn't ask me to do anything, or else I would have. I told him about the show. He asked who was going to be on tonight. You said he'd be listening in. Well, maybe he's listening. Uh, so, um, we will see what happens, and we've got some great referees. We've got a great staff. We have got a great card ready for you all on June the 1st. And a lot of people are going, Sean, why were you so quick to, you know, get on this? Because the show's not till June. Because wrestling is leaving the Illinois Valley as of next week. And we want to be here to let the fans know wrestling's not going anywhere. Just because three initials are leaving the Illinois Valley doesn't mean that wrestling is leaving the area. We're still here. We're coming back. We mean business. We have a very serious card. And, yeah, this this is going to be an amazing night. I can't, I can't wait. Um, and I've got, a lot of work, I've got a lot of work ahead of me still, but um, it's not work that I can't handle. And I don't know. Um, I'm waiting. Uh, yes. Well... Uh, okay. One of our Crash Jackson is now one half of the Rockstar Tag Team Rockstar Pro Wrestling and the Ohio Wrestling Ohio is for Killers Wrestling Academy Tag Team Champion. Oh, very nice. Mm. Cool. Finished. That is awesome. <laughs> um, and Brandon Espinoza was at OVW tonight. Oh, very cool. Uh- that's cool. Excellent. So there's a lot of good stuff happening uh, all over the place. Um, I'm glad to hear it. Now, obviously, you watch the current product. If WWE could had to fix things, and and you were get to say what were the things that needed to be fixed, what would they be in your mind? Um, anything you want. I think the main. I think, I think the main thing that WWE does wrong that drew me away was they just repeat storylines. They repeat, um, they just repeat, repeat, repeat. Uh, for example, Styles and Nakamura had the entire Chronicle that was almost the same match over and over again. And Styles and Joe had close to the same Chronicle and just had match over and over again. And it's just the same thing. So I think if they change things up and 
really shake up the rosters better instead of having almost every giant on Raw and every low mid Carter guy on SmackDown. I think it'd be a lot better. I think if uh, NXT, I think, I think if people that controlled NXT controlled the main roster, the product would be much much better because NXT is hot and there's a reason why NXT is called like the best wrestling thing right now. I'm gonna have to agree oh. with you. I love NXT. You know, and that and that's the whole thing. We talk about it all the time. If they were to bring up someone say like Velveteen Dream, would it ruin him? You know? Right, and like that's, would it ruin him? Like, I, I've thought about that. Like you see most guys that come up from NXT that were amazing and hot in NXT just crumble to the main roster. For example, Ty Dillinger. You don't even see him on T V. No. Mm-hmm. You're right. Right. Is he out on injury? He might be out on injury. Because Injurmania happened earlier this year, and it's happening again. I mean, Braun Strowman's out on injury. Alexa Bliss is out on injury. Uh, There's somebody, there's others. Roman Reigns, obviously, dealing with the cancer. Um, Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan is still out again. I mean, there are so many that are out on the injury list, it's not even funny. And we say this all the time. These guys don't need an off season per se, but they need more time off. Right. I mean, no which is why, which is why you have to uh, have more people on the roster so you can send some of these guys home on a Monday or Tuesday night and let them rest up. Right. I mean, uh, this is this is one of Jim Cornette's most off. famous yeah. Jim Cornette's most famous sayings. How can I miss you if you won't go away? All right, Jim Cornette. He's uh, I thought I thought it was thank you, bleep you, bye. <laughs> thank you, fuck you, bye. Uh, Cornette, Cornette is very outspoken, but uh, the man knows wrestling. The man has been around the block a time or two, and he may not be right about everything, but there's a good number of things that he is right about. Uh, I also think about the WWE, they need to give more people chances. For example, uh, even in NXT, NXT has a huge problem with this. Um, I'm not saying this out of favoritism, but, like, the dude that pretty much got me into wrestling that is pretty much my favorite of all time is Chris Hero, or Cassius Ono is right now. And they're mm-hmm. not giving him much of NXT. Uh, Finn Balor is also one of my favorite dudes, even in Japan. And they're not giving him much of a chance. Like, I think if they give a lot of people more of more of a chance in the WWE, they could do bigger and better things. I I would have to agree. Uh, there's there and you know it, it's one of those things everybody doesn't understand that the reason WWE is so far behind is because they're they they don't have wrestling people in. Charge. They have people that don't know wrestling, that know entertainment, and can book entertainment doing the whole thing for wrestling, and it's not the way it should be. Right. I'm going to do Oh, boy. Yeah, absolutely. Gee, I, I, wonder, uh, I got to cover things down our throat, too. Yes, I no? got to cover this real quick. The Hannibal okay. TV will be covering 
a show next week, which is champion versus champion at PCW Ultra, as well as doing a full shoot interview with the company's founder, the Almighty Sheik, who is a former NWA champion while we're in town. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and of course, uh, he worked for us back in the day. Yes, well. he was actually oh. the original plan, just so everybody knows this, is Sheik was supposed to win the NWA Midwest Heavyweight title from Silas Young at Trick or Beat. That's what happened. But the next night, he was set to win the NWA World Heavyweight title at an NWA Lucha Fed in Chicago. That show got canceled, and he didn't get the title when he was supposed to because at our December show, he was supposed to come back with the NWA World Heavyweight Championship and defend both belts against Silas in a huge rematch. Mm. But that's not what ended up happening, and we, we know why. Uh, he didn't get the belt until – I don't think he got the belt until, like, 2011, Steve. I know he didn't get it right after Ed died. I know that would, yeah. that's one of Ed's last wishes, but it happened, but it didn't happen right away. Right, right. Um, let's see. Oh, I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to play back uh, the uh, Bill Barron's interview to see if we can, if uh, if he, you know, has that uh, time frame pinpointed because, of course, that was one of the subjects that we talked about with him. Uh. April 23rd, 2011, he defeated Colt Cabana. Okay, okay. So a year after, a good year after Ed was gone. Actually, well, let me see Ed here. died in, I've got the poster on my wall, Steve. Ed died in January of 2010. Right, so yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, cause, because, he, because he passed away six months after, after uh, Chris did. So we have Crime Fighter yeah. with us now. Crime Fighter, uh, tell us about the shows happening this weekend. My man. Oh, I thought you were needing the background on the the sheet. Hey, Crime. Percy. Uh, yeah, well, that, if you want to get some, hey, how did that one come up? Well, because he's going to be on a shoot interview, and I said, well, it'll be interesting to see if he brings up our name. Oh, the Sheik. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well. I imagine he's not going to have too many kind things to say about Adam Pierce, And he's not uh, going to have any kind things to say about uh, Robert Trovich, the, uh, I guess he's been disbarred, the disbarred lawyer that ran the NWA, and now disgraced lawyer. Yes. I mean, that was a whole one of a nail situation there. Right, well, well and, and then, and then it went about to... That. No, okay, no, he, talk, no, he talked about the Texas lawyer. I, yeah, but that that's who he's talking about. Which was, for, was no, the one no, no, who no, had no, trouble no, with, no, and uh, then Bruce Thorpe uh, replaced Trovich after all the brouhaha yeah. over the NWA title and yes. the disaster that was. And that led up to, uh, I guess, the uh, seven uh, Deadly Sins series ending up with the NWA title dumped in the middle of the ring and Australia because somebody said, no, we won't, We don't want that match to be for the title. And Pierce said, well, screw you. I'm leaving. There's your title dumped in the middle of the ring, and then they had to figure out how to fill the vacancy. Yeah. 
how poor NWA got in there. Poor NWA, and and Tharp never really did anything for the NWA. We talked about that with Bill Barron's. Um, Tharp just had so many high hopes for the NWA, but couldn't could not execute any of the things that he wanted to accomplish with that organization. Um, so okay, now I'm ready with your schedule of events. Okay, go ahead with the schedule of events, please. Uh, okay, for this weekend in particular, well, there's not too many. There's only a few shows happening. <coughs> St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri. Extreme Ninja Wrestling Federation comes to the Casa Loma Ballroom on the 1st. I imagine that's an adults-only show, but uh, that's at the Casa Loma Ballroom on the 1st. Then also uh, World League Wrestling, that's Harley Race's promotion, running in his uh, home facility, Troy, Missouri, where the wrestling school is at, the Race Wrestling Academy, at 128 or 198 Cherry Blossom Way, that's in Troy, Missouri, the first. World Powerhouse Wrestling in Collinsville at the Veterans of Foreign Wars Hall. Oh, and on Sunday, there's two shows happening. Pro Wrestling Championship Series uh, in Olden, Illinois, at the American Legion Hall with a 5 p.m. start time, and also happening in the St. Louis area, wrestling over everything at the in Cahokia slash Searville, Illinois, at 34 Camp Jackson Road. I believe that's late Sunday afternoon start time on that. In the second week in December. All-American Wrestling will be having its final ever event in LaSalle, Illinois at the Knights of Columbus Hall as, well, one of the, what's likely going to be on my top ten stories of the year, pro wrestling leaving the Knights of Columbus, the legendary epicenter of pro wrestling in the Illinois Valley. You may disagree with that, Sean. Uh, Final ever show at the Knights of Columbus Hall in LaSalle on the 8th. I imagine that's going to be a sellout. Oh, it will be. It'll be standing room only again. The last one was, this one will be, I expect that. But uh, there were two wrestling epicenters in the Illinois Valley for wrestling. One uh, is a shithole that wants $800 that is now owned by Mexicans, and I won't pay it. And that was the former former IB Banquet Hall, which is now the Flamingo Banquet Hall, where RCW ran – uh, for many years and where Wicked Wrestling Alliance would run. And actually, Tim Lyle ran there in the early 2000s and late 90s, too. Oh, there's actually footage online of that. Um, I'm familiar with it. Anyway. And that was the fir- first venue, and then the Knights of Columbus became the epicenter with Dreamwave and AAW. Uh, but it yeah. started with Wicked in 03, uh, with the first wrestling company to run there. Um, and they didn't do very well there. I don't know why. Well... I do know why, but we won't get into that. Yeah. Um, Moving on. American Hostile Championship Wrestling will be in Hyatt, Missouri at Hyatt High School on the 8th. That's, I guess, somewhere in the middle part of Missouri. Uh, Mid-Missouri Wrestling Alliance with this monthly show at the South Broadway Select Club on the 8th. Pinfall Wrestling Association at the 8th Street Gym in Springfield, Illinois on the 8th. I'll be working there. Drive Pro Wrestling in Carterville, that's in Southern Illinois, at 1130 North Division Street on the 8th. They always have a good event. And 
won Supreme on the 9th in Mattoon, Illinois, at the Burgess Osborne Auditorium, a special Sunday show. That's in two weeks. So, And then, of course, IWN Limited with its Tuesday weekly Tuesday one-to-one-and-a-half-hour shows in uh, Noble, Illinois, at uh, their training facility at 127 South, West South Avenue. So that's the next two weeks. Yes. And uh, I am uh, I may be somewhere down that way the end of the month. That's all I'm going to say right now. I'll have more details on that probably within the next week. Maybe. In Litchfield, yeah, they're running Maybe. the last weekend of December, right between the holidays. They always do. Yeah, that that's on them. Uh, but um, I may well, be down no that problem. way the end of. I may be down that way the end of the month, uh, not this month, the end of next month, and um, we will see. Uh, there, there have been some requests for me to come back, and I won't put up with the same crap that I went through before. Um, but you should have. I, uh, I have respect for Frank, and I would go down there out of a favor to him, and that would be the only reason um, why. Um, I know. So that's somewhere up north and binge gaming again. Yes. That's my that's what I did for New Year's last year. I hope to do it again this year. <laughs> uh well you can't beat that. Um uh, no. I don't know what I'll be doing for New Year's. Um I don't know if I don't know if anybody's doing a New Year's show. I think ICP's JCW is supposed to be doing something, but I haven't heard anything about that. What's um, on Tuesday? I'm not sure yeah. what we're doing for I know, yeah, I know a few places that are doing, like, on the 30th. Uh, I know the Broad Stop in Milwaukee, they're having a big event on the oh. uh, 30th that uh, Al Snow, Hornswoggle are both going to be on. That, yes. Um, By the way, I just, all the Go shows ahead. I mentioned is downstate Illinois. I, don't, I have no idea what's going on in Chicago. I just did not look, but I'm going to look real quick. Just for the benefits of the viewers. Uh, okay, the resistance is. Are they running in. Are they running this Saturday? No. Uh, nope, no other yes. details. There's no flyer. They just have a link. To yes, it's, no flyer. Uh, this, it's this Saturday, and uh, let me check their Facebook. Hold on. Valentine is going. House of Hardcore Blizzard Blah. Well, on the 1st of December at Wasika County Expo. Waukesha. Waukesha. Waukesha County Expo Waukesha? Center. Thank you. Yes, Waukesha, Wisconsin. In Waukesha, Wisconsin. Waukesha. Waukesha. Gosh. Sloppy folks. I've been in the Oconomowoc, because I can pronounce that one. <laughs> yeah. oh, every other letter is an O I memorized that yeah. one because I kept going to that town every year for that gaming convention before they moved it out of there that yeah. a, that, I've been there it's, it's a beautiful Ball. town there okay. if you ever get a oh, chance Ball, guys, will be broadcast live on uh, Tommy Dreamer's uh, House of Hardcore Twitch channel nice all wow. right, the resistance. 
is this Saturday, December 1st, at the Summit Park District at 7.30 p.m. It's the Resistance Chapter 4, Death Becomes Her. Oh, wow. Or no, Silent Night, Deadly Night, I'm sorry. Uh, Already signed. The Southern Savior, John Schuyler versus Cody Rice for the Heavyweight Championship. Tag Team Championship, Shane Mercer and Isaiah versus the Jim Nasty Boys. Intergender match, Maria Manic and Shalak versus Chloe and Madman Pondo. Grudge match, the arrogant superstar, Rob Fury versus the Muay Thai warrior, King Cobra. Know him? Very well. Oh. And uh, Sean Mulligan will also be there as well as some others. So that is the resistance Saturday night uh, with a 7.30 start time at the Summit Park District. Sunday the 2nd, Greg the Hammer Valentine will be making an appearance from 10 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Tinley Park Holiday Toy Show. Tinley Park High School. Okay. Uh, pay admission required, and it's $20 for an autographed photo or combo of the two for 30 That is just a – that is an appearance. That is not a wrestling show, but uh, they're having a holiday toy show. But you can meet a professional wrestler at this holiday toy show. You can't beat that. I'd pay to go see Valentine. I, I would. Number of times. I love him. I love him. At him over the years. I'm still active. Yeah. Great guy. Great guy. Long, long oh, time friend. I've... Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, that, and then you, there is a big show coming to Springfield, Illinois, December 16th. Pro Wrestling Force. Uh, yeah. They've changed the. Uh, they changed the main event. They've combined two matches into a tag. And unfortunately, I don't have this up on my screen, but I believe it's um, Lander will be teaming up with Logan James to take on Michael Elgin and Juice Robinson in a tag team match now instead of two singles matches. Nice. And that'll be at the A Street Gym on a Sunday, December 16th. Afternoon Open. start time. Yes, afternoon start time. So you'll want to check that out. Um, and I believe there's some other shows going on uh, uh, towards the end of the month, but that's that's about it. Not a lot of people run it. Well, we said it earlier uh, on an earlier show that December is usually a time where people take time off. Uh, that hasn't been the year this case. It seems like everybody and their brothers wanting to run this December. A lot. Of, well, the majority is running in the front half of the month. Well, that's the smarter thing to do. Yeah. That's right, when we exactly. be running. That's what I always that's what I always was doing. So yeah. The first or second week of December, anything later than that, you're pushing it. That's my yep. that's always been my outlook on it. And and it's you know, it's the way it is. It's the same way you don't run Easter weekend. Never run Easter weekend. People oh, are gonna yeah. be with their families. You're you're not gonna 
You're not going to you're not going to be interrupting Easter weekend. That it just won't happen the same way you don't run Memorial Day weekend unless you're going to get paid for the event. Okay. If you've got a big sponsor like a bar saying, "Hey, I've got this lot that I can have you come in on and I'll pay you 2 grand to come deliver a show in my lot on Memorial Day weekend, then you go do the show." Yeah, classify this festival show pretty much, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's the only way you do Memorial Day weekend. Because if you try it on your own, guess what? A lot of people are going on vacation that weekend. And actually, that's actually usually the first good weekend for camping. Oh, oh no. You just okay. camping. I just... <laughs> Just Fried camping. Wrestling Federation, that goofy promotion to Japan, where wrestlers are having a match walking on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could do something like that. I, I don't know if it would work in America. Japanese can do anything, apparently. Well, you, you have to remember, they're the ones that came up with the kaiju wrestling concept. Which is, I don't even know what that is. That's when you have people that dress like uh, Japanese cartoon characters and go in the oh. ring and smash a whole bunch of blocks and all of this other crazy madness that I wish wasn't yeah, associated with the wrestling business. Like, yes, you know, you, yeah. well, well, since you brought it up, they're running in the Royal Illinois on the 9th, and there's no flyer. Why is there no flyer? God, oh. Kaiju yeah. attack uh, wrestling, I don't consider right real kaiju. Yeah, no, uh, that, real... That's not kaiju Big Battel. No, that kaiju Big Battel is garbage. I don't care if some of those Here people are actually trained or not, but it's garbage. Yeah. Well, kaiju attack wrestling? No, kaiju oh. Big Battel. Okay. Kaiju attack wrestling is running at the... Um... I got. I see what the problem is. Firefox is not displaying these properly. Anyway, they're going to Two Brothers Roundhouse in Aurora, Illinois, on Sunday the 9th, three, 4 p.m. start time for that one. Yeah, Steve, you might I be able actually, to make that one. Well, I literally, literally, if it's not too cold, I could actually walk to the show. <laughs> it's literally 15 minutes from my house, walking, 15, 20 minutes. Wow. That's great. Uh, I but I will not, and I'll and Sean, I'll 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 PMY. I know, kind of. Why? Because it's uh, too fucking cold. That's why. Well, that's one of the reasons. Uh, oh, it's too so fucking cold. That's uh, that cold is the because show. it's going to be sixty degrees this Saturday. Down by is you, it's going to be sixty degrees. It's not going to be yeah. sixty degrees up here. It's no, going to be snowing. It's going to be 40 in Chicago. Well, we're yeah, lucky. because it's like 200 miles to the north, yes. Yes. You get the you get the cool Missouri weather. We don't get that. Wow. Um, we get God, the, we get the six, uh, No, it's going to be close to 70 degrees on Sunday. Good grief. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Eight. Yeah. All right. Don't, They're calling don't, for rub it, don't rub it in or I'm going to. I'm going to hit the red X and get you out of here. <laughs> right. But it's going to rain most of the time, so it's probably not going to be too much of a benefit to go outside and enjoy it. We're just going to get a lot of rain. 
Okay. Yes. We're supposed to get snow this Sunday. So we got snow yesterday. Another another three to six inches was what I just saw from my weather app. So I'm looking it. forward to it. More snow? Yes. You were bitching. Really? You were bitching the other day. I was really? being sarcastic and facetious. Oh, my God. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to see what it looks like. You're an asshole. Area. Uh, is there anything that you haven't covered that needs to be... Um, well, WWE is asking what needs to be fixed with their current product. I don't know if you watch it anymore. If you do, what needs to be fixed with their product? Did you cover the XFL? No, we didn't not cover the XFL, but answer my question first, and then we'll go to the XFL. Okay. What needs to be done? Didn't I answer that yesterday? No. <laughs> I said hire Scott Keith, remember? Oh, yes, yes. Yes, that's right. Hire, hire the most absurd wrestling uh, reporter that there's ever been that has been the most brutally honest that, that he could ever be and um, yes, do that. And no more, no more general managers or presidents or authority figures in general. Yeah. You got to have I a matchmaker. I, 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 I will say that. You got to have somebody that's got to make a match. Oh, but that's fine. That's a, just the guy, whoever's running it, just not be directly hands-on. Let's say board of commit, board of directors, or championship committee that makes the matches, but is not seen on screen and not heard from except for press releases. And no, not this anonymous general manager nonsense that they did with Hornswoggle. No, none of that. Okay. All right, on to the XFL. Well, sources say the NFL is bringing pro football back to the St. Louis area in 2020, and oh God, this was, and this story is from KSDK Channel 5 in St. Louis. Uh, sports director Frank Casamero Cus- has learned St. Louis will be indeed home to a team in the second incarnation of the XFL starting in 2020. Uh, the new St. Louis XFL team will play 10 games in the inaugural 2020 season. Five of those will be played at the Dome at the American Center. That's the former uh, Trans World Dome that's gone under a number of changes in name, but it used to be the home of the St. Louis Rams before they moved to Los Angeles. The XFL is expected to announce all the cities receiving teams sometime next week. Obviously, the Rams left at the conclusion of the 2015 season. Um, And that's all that article states. Um, I don't know how much you covered about uh, Larry Matisak yesterday who passed away uh, over the weekend. Yes, Yes, we covered Um, that. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, the funeral arrangements for Massac will be held on Sunday, the second at Renner Funeral Home at 120 North Illinois Street in Belleville, Illinois, from four to seven o'clock. Um, I I've already decided that's probably going to be the top story of the year for downstate, well, the St. Louis area in general for uh, wrestling news stories. So, yeah, not have not named a number one story this 
a month before I uh, put together the list, but I put together my list. So, well, um, we'll get to that in a couple weeks um, because that'll be the uh, end of the year thing that we like to do here. Let's go over that list, uh, and obviously the big one is going to be uh, all the truth that the Llama of Truth spoke about the uh, Molly El- Molly Elgin situation. And unfortunately, she's missing. What? But she's got a website out, Say but what? she's booted off Twitter. All of her, all of the Llama's true Twitter accounts have been kicked off Twitter again. Uh, oh, oh, lovely. Twitter, Twitter's in quite a bit of trouble. They're, I guess, they're um, adherence to the demands of what the political correctness monster demands of them. They're even they're even eating their own at this point. Oh, lovely. They're desperately inviting government regulation of how they run their business. If people just don't flat out leave the leave the place in droves, and I'd rather they leave the place in droves and go to alternatives. But certainly, big tech has been trying to prevent the alternatives from gaining a foothold and trying to block them from even having. I guess the term is called deplatforming. That is, boot them off the internet and keep them off the internet, whatever oh, means they can, so they can continue to control, have their monopoly on um, gatekeeping whatever is, whatever views are expressed on uh, in uh, internet traffic. Huh. Okay. And net neutrality right. would not have fixed that. Uh, probably not. All right, well, that has been our show for tonight. I'd like to thank our new referee, Joseph Pullman. I'd like to thank Crime Fighter. I'd like to thank Kenny Starmaker Bolin. I didn't know Pullman was on. Yeah. Hey, Crime. I've been working on the air all this time. I didn't even know you were on. <laughs> yeah, I, I was pretty quiet. I mean, I was going to plug that I was going to – uh, rest, I think four matches in December or not, not four matches, four events in December or at least plan to but like you kept talking and I'm like oh man you sure shook up or at least texted it's me it's your show. <laughs> honey it's your show It's when you're on here it's your show too you're allowed to speak yeah 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 <laughs> alright so this is waiting to jump out of nowhere to scare me <laughs> this has been Ambush. Wrestling Authority Radio, a 2018 Rampage production, brought to you by myself, Kayata Katie, and the Dean of Wrestling, Steve Kane. I'd like to thank all of our guests tonight. I'd like to Thanks thank the out. Evolution Radio Network for making this possible. And uh, we will see you each and all Tuesday night for Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil. Katie, tell everybody what time it is. <laughs> you don't have to go home, folks, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Get the fuck out. Good night, Good night everybody. And turn off the lights. Good night, Good night folks. Thank door. you all for calling in.
is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.